Hello and welcome to Lifetime on Court, the podcast where we discuss your favorite made-for-TV movies. Whether you love to hate watch or hate yourself for loving them, pour up a glass of your favorite cocktail and join us. I am your host, Patrick Serrano, and my guests today are... I am Drew Current. And I'm Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're back again. You know, eating disorders. So eating great. disorders. Yay. Yes. So much fun. <laughs> yeah. You know, it is taking its toll, like, watching so many of these, like, in a very quick succession. Because uh, yes. these are coming out, like, every other week for our listeners because we love you and we want to take care of you and not overwhelm you. Right. But for us... It's kind of a lot. I was watching them <laughs> yeah. this weekend, and I was like, we're, we record two every session that we're recording, and I was like, oh, man, these are, these are, <laughs> what is the word I want to say? Like, dark? They're taxing. Heavy. They're it's heavy. Like, it's dark stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It got to a point today where I, like, had to stop taking notes and just, like, sit there with it, because I couldn't think too much about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And also... It's like dark material, but also it's done poorly. So it's like making you angry at the same time. Right. So you have anger, you have emotions, you, it's like everything. Oh, man. So, yes. Oh, um, boy. But this is our third installment for our eating disorder series. Before we get started, of course, we want to uh, give our disclaimer that if you are struggling with an eating disorder and you need help or support, you should call the U.S. hotline 1 800 931 2237. Open 24 hours a day, taking calls. The National Eating Disorder Association can help you through some stuff. Yeah. 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 Great. Um, you know, and if you're not here for that, you're over eating disorders, come back next week. We'll have a murder whatever movie. A murder whatever movie. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want. Hopefully it's a cheerleader. <laughs> cheerleaders. A cheerleader gets moms, babysitters, <laughs> you know. Ooh, where the babysitter kills the mom. Yes. Mm-hmm, and takes mm-hmm. over their life. Mm-hmm. You Gotta know, love those. That mm-hmm. happens. That mm-hmm. happens all the time. Uh, but no, we're not here to talk about that. Today, we are here to talk about, uh, let's see if I can get some underscoring on my Yes. Oh. You know this one, go. Drew? Oh, uh, here, here it is. No, I don't. You literally don't know this song? Not yet. <laughs> I know oh, this. this is a really long intro. <laughs> I think we have to pause it. Otherwise. I'll pause it because <laughs> I can't. Let me <laughs> I, let me pick another I, one. I don't like from from the from the very beginning it sounds familiar, but I don't know. How about this one? Oh god, it's gonna be a long <laughs> intro. <laughs> I'll just uh Okay, here we go. Funny, oh, that, that's the verse. Oh, car- the carpenters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about the Karen Carpenter story. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah, it's that would make Finally sense. here. Yes. This is a pivotal time in an eating disorder in the TV movies. This is like the peak, this I would say. The peak of eating disorder movies? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. They peaked early, and, you know, they <laughs> didn't really have a high incline, but nope. they, this is the peak. Yep. <laughs> it was kind of like... It's a slope. It went up a bit. Yeah. Kind of yep. like a hill. Yeah. And then just kind of chilled. Right. It's not, not a mountain. Like, it's not like Mount Everest. Right. It's just like, a hill. Yeah. It's just like your casual country rolling hill. A hill. Exactly. Easy yeah. path up. Yep. So this movie uh, came out in 1989 on CBS. It was the highest, I think it was the highest, second rated, second highest rated movie on any TV movie in the 80s. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, it stars Cynthia Gibb as Karen Carpenter and Michael or Mitchell Anderson as Richard Carpenter. Okay. So Karen's the girl in the Carpenters. Richard's the boy in the Carpenters. Is this the movie that was also produced by Richard Carpenter? Correct. Yes. So he produced the movie. He had say over all the things. We will talk more about him. Oh, good. Uh, in the pour it up or put a cork in it section because okay, I have a great. lot to say. Me too. <laughs> yes. So stay tuned. All right. But for those of you who aren't familiar, the Carpenters were a crazy successful band in the 70s. Mm-hmm. They were kind of like a Donnie and Marie Osmond, but a little mm-hmm. bit older, a little bit not as polished, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. And like doing like. Mel- like harmon harmonizing stuff that's mm-hmm. like pretty uh advanced but like yeah. they didn't get credit for that no. oh, like, really? they were just seen as like a pop oh they had some like super creamy harmonies yeah yeah i think they really did okay. and they were yeah, one I of the first um like duos or groups to have multiple tracks of just themselves doing harmonies uh, right so that kind of like even says, like, it's going to sound like there are a, a bunch of people on the record, but it's just going to be us. Just, okay. so. Like Queen kind of. Queen did that. Too. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think later than the Carpenters did. So yeah. there you go. Oh, maybe. Carpenters but. came first. Yeah, and also, sure. Drew, this movie is a biopic much like Bohemian Rhapsody, mm-hmm. the other problematic biopic <laughs> about someone with an eating disorder. Didn't, didn't he have an eating disorder? I think oh, he did. Probably. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Let's watch it just in case. Let's watch it. Or how about never watch it? No one watched that movie. So we will jump in. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't ever watch that movie. I'm serious. But you remember, I'm saying, don't watch it. You don't, you you don't recommend it? Wait, I've never no, seen it. It's problematic. The it, director's he got, problematic. He got, he had a, oh, yeah. He that's didn't true. have an yeah. eating disorder. He had an AIDS disorder. Yeah. Well, oh, But yes, did you I know think. when they oh, released great. it? An AIDS joke, just in case you weren't offended by our eating disorder <laughs> episodes. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. It's, it's Jump- been too long. You Never mind about, about Bohemian <laughs> right. Rhapsody. <clears throat> Jumping into the movie. So we start off in 1983. It is very bleak, the beginning of this movie, okay? I'm going to explain it to the best of my ability, Drew. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very artistic choice. Okay. So I have Karen Carpenter, the... The fake Karen Carpenter, not real. Mm-hmm. There's no real images of Karen Carpenter in this movie. Nope. Um, so Karen Carpenter is being resuscitated by the paramedics. Uh, she's like on the floor, like wrapped in a blanket. They're like doing CPR. And um, Rainy Days and Mondays, the song we were just listening to, was playing. So I will play it as we're. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll play this. Let me just adjust my level on this. So she's like getting like CPR'd and everything and mm-hmm. she's very skinny. She like has her like short hair and they like put her on the stretcher and they're like wheeling her out and all the paparazzi and the neighbors are like, What happened to Karen? Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. Rain Days like and Mondays is playing and they're rolling her, like rushing her into the hospital. She's like going down a hospital c- corridor and this little like girl is like roller skating next to her. Not little girl. The actress playing a little girl. Okay. She has like yeah. pigtails and roller skates <laughs> and like booty shorts or yep. like, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And she's like, la, 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 la. I don't know what she's singing. She's singing some song. Do you remember? Is, oh. Uh, is she singing along with no. the Carpenter song? She's singing, why do the sun go on shining? Mm-hmm. You know that one? Mm-hmm. Oh, Why yeah, yeah. Why do the sea rush to shore? So she's singing that, and then it transitions like uh, 
dead Karen Carpenter goes down one corridor and young Karen Carpenter goes down another corridor. And then we are flashed to 1960-something. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the skate, the, <clears throat> the person on the skates were was her was as a young child. Young yes. Karen Carpenter. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Weird. So very artistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, wow, this was like a very complicated opening shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So props to them. So yeah, it's 1963. They're in Downey, California. Mm-hmm. The family, the Carpenter family has just moved to this town because the dad got a good job. Mm-hmm. And Karen is like, you know, kind of like a, she's not even like overweight or anything, but they've styled her where she is like, she, I don't know. She's like wearing extra layers of clothes or something. Yeah. Okay. They're definitely like loose fitting Mm -hmm. extra clothes to make her look a little like baby fat or something. You know what I mean? Sure. So, cause we have to go through this whole arch of this character's. Mm -hmm demise into what she becomes in the 80s okay so richard is the brother and he's like going to be a superstar he's like the musician of the family Mm -hmm. he's a very good pianist Mm -hmm. he plays the organ at the church yeah and the mom is like richard my baby you're brilliant you're great and then she's like karen (laughs) (laughs) stop eating the toast (laughs) yes she's like so mean to her daughter uh and Richard is kind of also like mean to her. Like they're eating like a piece of pizza or something. And he's like, you're going to get fat if you keep eating pizza like that. There it yeah, is. He's like, there it is. I was waiting when, for that. When mom and dad start letting you date in 15 or 16 years, like you don't want to be fat. So like, <laughs> and this is within the first 10 minutes. Yes. And she is still a child. She's a child. She has pigtails and she's singing like, why does the sun go on shining? Uh, so she... Finds her calling when she learns that she can play the drums, like in the marching band or something. This was really weird. Yeah. Because she's like just walking around and some guy like has a set of like drums, you know, like. It's a snare drum. (laughs) Yes. That's what it's called. That's how it happened for me too. Yeah. Oh, really? No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And she's just like, can I try? And she's like. Yeah. And he's like, wow, you're natural. Right away. Yeah. Yep. And her mom is like, hell no, you are not playing the drums. You will not be a lesbian in my house. <laughs> she doesn't say lesbian. Why, why but would you, she does say that the drums are not fit for a lady. I mean. And she's like, you're a lesbian, Karen. <laughs> Karen! Karen, get, put that pizza down and stop drumming. <laughs> yes. So at, basically any life choice that Karen makes, the mom is like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. And we're we're setting that up. That's oh, getting yeah. set up very mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. yeah, the poor mother, because her son, let's not forget, was a producer on the film. Okay, so uh, he approved all these so things he's like, in the movie. Yes. Yeah, nah, she was a bitch, dude. Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah. let's portray her that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, since Karen could play the drums, Richard's like, let's put a band together. So they get like a a jazz band, a jazz trio together, and they're mm-hmm. going all over the place. They're like playing a festival, a picnic, yeah, or something. They play like town talent shows and like battle of the so she bands just types. Up jazz yeah. drumming. Yep, She's, like some of the most complicated. Because <laughs> that's the same as. Uh, <clears throat> what were they playing in the marching band? Mm, like, I don't know. He's a jolly good fellow or something. Yeah, something. I mean, on so the they drums went from going, that too. <laughs> yep, <laughs> they're musical phenoms, Drew. They're yeah. very naturally talented. Is and what she can she fair. can sing, 
and play the drums at the same time. <gasps> yes. Yes. What? So that's hard. They uh, they get hooked up with a music producer as one does, and they like go in and do the jazz trio thing. And the producer's like, uh, "Can you give me something top forty? And they're like, "All right, we'll be back." So they come back, and Richard's like. Karen, you got to sing. And she's like, I don't know. I only know one song. Why do the sun go on shining? <laughs> and he's like, okay, well, we'll figure something out. Yep. And she starts singing. And the producer's like, whoa, this is amazing. You got the goods, kid. Yeah. And, and they sing like a whole song. So like anytime I say they're singing, like they sing three minutes and 40 oh, they play seconds the whole song. of the song. Okay. It's okay. the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing is songs. This is not a Lifetime production. How is it cut? Is it just like weird? I don't it's know. just like singing in the studio. But oh. the whole song and we watch it. It's not like overlaying anything yeah, or no underscoring montage, anything nothing. else. It's just watching them record what? in the studio okay. or sing in concert. Right. Mm. And this is the infancy of TV movies. So, you know, things were different back then in the 89. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They yeah. were worse. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I'm wondering if they, because if they got like, since they had the rights or something. Or right. Like, they had all yeah. the rights. Yeah, so they Richard had was all the, one... the Karen music or the yeah. Carpenter music. Yeah. Because yeah. it was Richard that was... Like it's it he's probably says, of the estate of it, right? Yes, yes. Because yes. he got all the writing credit too in mm-hmm. in the movie. Yeah. Right. So um they use the real voice of Karen Carpenter, obviously. It's not the actress singing. So mm-hmm. that was cool. Because like in the studio, I don't know where they have these studio recordings. It's not like mm-hmm. the the track, you know. Mm-hmm. So they had some like vocal tracks that they put over it, which was interesting. And Karen gets signed to the contract, not Richard. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she's on the contract. But he's still playing. He's the like piano. in her band, but it's yeah. her contract. Mm-hmm. So she like starts exercising. She starts running. Our mm-hmm. favorite thing to do in these eating disorder movies is run. Running. Yep. And he, uh, Richard's like, why are you running? You're on a water diet. You're going to drown. <laughs> That's oh. a real oh, line okay. of dialogue. Okay. Yep. <laughs> And she's like, I got to get ready for my cover, my cover photo shoot. What do you want me to do? And he's like, whatever. You're always going to be fat. Don't worry about it. (laughs) You know? (laughs) He approved this, these like, these kind of things Mm -hmm. too. That's what's interesting. Right. And the, the record deal falls through because the the record company went bankrupt. So they have all these demos now to like shop around. Mm Mm-hmm. So I flash it two years later, and Karen and Richard are back in the studio recording with another company, and they get the Close to You song, mm-hmm. you know? And they're like, oh, yeah, we can, like, layer all these vocals and stuff. Mm-hmm. And what happens at this part? Oh, they go to, like, a benefit gala, and they, like, this is where, like, they meet. They meet their manager, like, their okay. agent manager person there. Yeah. And Karen makes a lady friend... Because yep. she might be a lesbian. She might be. Uh-oh. Just kidding, just kidding. But she, I mean, she might be. I don't know. I mean, who knows? I mean, well, she, she's does, not anything she does anymore. know how to play the drums. She, That's right. true. So, so, and she probably. likes pizza. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, if I had a lesbian checklist, I think those would be on the top of my list. Top check. <laughs> drums, yes. pizza. No, but I meant, that, I meant that she makes a female friend because, you yes. know, she doesn't have any friends in this whole movie except for this girl. Her name's Lucy. Mm-hmm. And she's... The manager's wife? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she comes back every, like, so often to kind of, like, Karen to mm-hmm. be a sounding board for Karen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And here she's like, I just want to be pretty. And Lucy's like, I'll take you shopping. Right. 
Whoopi Gap House. Okay. So because up until this point, Karen's mother had bought all of her clothes. Oh, like made her clothes. Yeah. What? You know. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that was more of a '60s thing. Sure. Maybe. I don't know. I think. I think like people. <laughs> I think it was more prevalent that. Right. You go to. You get fabric. Yeah, yeah. You make a pattern. You yeah. do it up. Yeah. So they they get like a hit single. The close to you becomes the the number seven single on Billboard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Okay. And so they come in carrying the Billboard magazine. Yeah. Do you remember what it said in the Billboard magazine about Karen? Yeah. Drew, do you want to guess what it said about her? Um. She's fat. Well, no. Well, they call her Richard's chubby sister. Oh God, chubby sister. Is that is that really? And that was that's really real in, in the Billboard magazine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also have another thing because I was looking this up to see if it was real. Jesus Christ! And I was like, wow, that's pretty messed up. Uh, turns out John Lennon, you know him from the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He also uh, had some like weird remarks written about him uh and he also became anorexic from these comments they it was a reporter uh i don't have the reporter what his publication was but he called john the fat beetle and then that prompted him to be like well i'm going to stop eating i guess you know that's horrible isn't that horrible fucking why would you and like and, in in magazines, it's not like it's on social media where it's just like in the comments and you have to like read all the threads. It's like no, right, a, it's like a, a news source. It's in right. print. <laughs> it's, like, it's in like, print. Yeah, by like a professional magazine next right. to their number seven ranking. Yep. So like they were very successful with this single, and that's what Billboard printed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's also sitting behind the drums and like you know what I mean. Like she's not like standing up like singing a song. She's like behind the drums like drumming. Uh-huh. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if like that makes you look super skinny. You're sitting. No, it doesn't. Yeah, no. you know what I mean. No, drumming makes you look bigger, mm-hmm. right? Because you're like you got your shoulders like, out. Yeah. And like, yeah, exactly. So this <laughs> this is basically if this movie were to have a thesis, this would be the like. Here's what triggered her eating disorder. I mean, I yeah, you know, I believe yeah. that. I also, mean, well, probably seated. Uh, also, her Pretty brother nicely. calling her fat like right. five times in this yeah. movie already, yeah. you know? Yeah. So the pressure starts getting to Richard, and his mom gives him quaaludes. She's like, it's a new drug called quaaludes. You should just try them. They'll help you sleep. Because he's so stressed about being right. successful. Some ludes, man. He just he can't sleep thinking about all of his success. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's hard. And he's like the one who's pulling the strings with Karen and everything. Like he's calling all the shots with whatever they're doing creatively with the music. Mm-hmm. And then also he Bus- he makes all the business decisions. Yes. Without um, consulting her or anything. So she's just kind of at his whim. Right. And he, speaking of being at the drums, he tells her they have like some problem like on stage or something like with the lighting or mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. But he's like, Karen, just get up and sing. And she's like up there like joking around. Oh, like during singing. the sound check. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, light bulb. I'm going to get her to do this all the time. And she's going to be the front woman of the band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay. Adding more pressure to her after she had been called chubby. Now yep. she's on display every show. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. they're selling out all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's like the carpenters play the Grand Opry. Yeah. The carpenters play <laughs> some other place. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but they're a huge success. And Karen, like, all Karen wants is like approval from her mother. Nothing mm-hmm. she does is ever good enough. And she wants someone who wants her for her, not for like yeah. 
this whole yeah. music-y thing, right. you know? So, like, because she doesn't really date a lot because she doesn't want somebody who's just after being with a rock star. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't want that. Mm-mm. You want someone who wants you for being a very talented person. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it's 1974, and Karen and Richard are just back from their Japanese tour. Okay. Mm-hmm. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. Cons- uh, no, I don't know how to say thank you in, in Japanese. I don't. Uh, uh, no, yeah, so k- Konnichiwa. It, well, there's a lot. Never mind. There's like, there's like a thousand ways to say thank you. <laughs> okay, great. Well, anyways, so Karen has like clearly lost weight at mm-hmm. this point, okay? Um, I don't know how they really... I guess they just got her tighter clothes. Like, it's weird because the actress is, like, a normal weight, I would say. Yeah. Or whatever a normal weight is. I guess I shouldn't say that. But you know what I mean. Like, it's yeah. more costuming with this. Yeah. They did a lot of... Also, it was this point in the movie that I wrote down how bad the wigs are. <laughs> the yeah. wigs in this movie were horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, Karen's parents are like oh, we fixed up your rooms and you're going to live here and blah, blah, blah. Right, because Karen and Richard bought them a new house. Mm-hmm. Right. So her mom like made up new rooms for them. Okay. And Karen is like, I kind of don't want to live here anymore. Like we are grown people and we have mm-hmm. jobs and we're touring the world. And also she, when she's like living alone or living on the road, she has more control over things, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So living in her parents' house, she's under her parents' control. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they go to move in on their own place, like Richard and Karen, mm-hmm. and they like start dating people. Okay. So she uh, is like looking for a man who's not gay mm-hmm. or a gold digger. Those are her like requirements. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So Easy good. enough, right? <laughs> yeah. Easy I enough. just want a man who's not gay and not a gold digger, please. <laughs> and she meets a guy and his name's Pete. And he is like getting it on with Karen. Yeah. And Richard and his girlfriend like walk in on them and she's like, get out of here, Richard. <laughs> and, and Cause she doesn't like Richard's girlfriend either. Right. Okay. So Karen actually moves into her own condo. She's like, all right, mm-hmm. I thought I wanted to live with my brother, but I'm going to get my own condo. Mm-hmm. And as they're moving into the condo, I might be jumping a little bit. Yeah. So it was the next morning that she was like, I need privacy, I need whatever. And he doesn't remember anything that had happened the night before. And so she tries to bring up, like, his problem with drugs. Yes, because he was on quail. He was looting out. Yep, Mm -hmm. and he, again, turns it back on her, like, He needs to keep an eye on her. You're not eating, and what are the laxatives doing upstairs? Yeah. Oh, so he's, he's noticing... Her yeah. problem. Mm-hmm. She's talking about his problem. They got problems. They got problems. Right. Lord. And she's like, enough of this. She goes out to lunch with her friend Lucy. We bring Lucy mm-hmm. back. Um, Lucy's like, well, let's order something. And Karen's like, I had a big breakfast. I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to eat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they go to see Karen's new condo. And her mom's there, like, snooping Helping around. Helping move in, too, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Helping move in, but really going through all her stuff. All yeah. her and stuff. she's like, Karen... What are these laxatives in here? What is all this? What are these diet pills? Yeah. She's like, Karen. (laughs) Karen, I don't. Karen. 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 And Karen's like, oh, my God, Mom, what the hell? Uh, And she's like, she's fat, right? Uh, She say 
No, I, she said she said that the pills were from a diet she'd previously been on. She's not taking them um, anymore. And then mm. her mom like forces her shirt up to look at her back. Yes. And to like see and she's like, Just, You're skin and bones, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> oh, no. You know? She's not like, You're bones, but she's like, You're skin and bones, Karen. You're skin and bones. Yes. So She's like, it's all pressure. It's all just building up. And she's like, I promise I won't do any of these things anymore. You're smothering mom. Like, just relax. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Karen goes for a jog. It's a little montage we get. Karen mm-hmm. goes for a jog. She works out on an exercise bike. She looks in a mirror. She pinches their skin on her side. And then she goes back to riding the bike. Yes. And she It's lo- a three scene montage. She looks oh, exasperated. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, no. Yep. Okay. Okay. She's really going for it. Yes, so that's our working out portion (laughs) of the movie, you know, and and this is always like a thing of like looking in the mirror and like pinching your skin, Mm -hmm. like in an eating disorder movie, and it's like, it's not actually fat though. It's It's just skin. It's skin. So (laughs) that's weird. Do you know that it's just skin? Your skin takes up space. Yes. And it's stretchy. If you pinch it together, there's going to be like an inch or two of just skin. Yeah. Just skin. And there's... That's just, it's your largest organ of your body. It's your largest organ, and it's stretchy as fuck. So there you go. It's stretchy as fuck. It's amazing. You should appreciate your skin, not (laughs) think that it's making you you fat. I don't know. So, yes, it's just a weird trope in these movies that I'm like, I don't know. So she passes out. She's at a concert, okay? She passes out on stage, Karen, you know. And Uh, who's there to catch her? God. God? No. Yeah. <laughs> Richard. Richard. Jesus Christ. Was, well, Richard, Richard is Richard. God and Jesus put together in this movie because, you know, it's oh, his yeah, perspective. It is, yeah. yeah. Yep, He's yep, yep. the savior yep. of Karen, mm-hmm. but he couldn't save her. Mm-mm. Nope, no. nope. No. So she, she gets rushed into, <laughs> we all know she dies in the end. She gets rushed into <laughs> the hospital and there's a female doctor this time and she's like, She's like, oh, she's 35 pounds underweight, and, you know, Karen needs to rest and take care of herself. Mm-hmm. She shouldn't be on tour. So Richard, like, cancels everything without talking to Karen. She's, like, in the hospital room, like, when are we going back on the road? Right. But he keeps, like, he, the Japan portion and says that he's going on press tour to, like, explain why they canceled the tour. But he's doing it without her. Right. Okay. And is this when he fires her manager too? Um, yes. This is when she like wakes up in the hospital and she asks to see the manager and he's like, well, he's not our manager anymore. And she then is, voices her frustration with not having any control over the decisions. Right. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, oh, what the heck? You didn't talk to me about this at all. Mm-hmm. So we flash to another, another concert. concert and this time Richard faints backstage because mm-hmm. he's on Quaaludes don't forget he has problems too he's yeah, yeah. a person in this movie and he Just has problems out. Yeah. looting out man and but out. <laughs> he goes to rehab he goes to rehab yeah okay. so at that point uh, Karen didn't stay in the hospital Mm-mm. for like eating disorder treatment they were just like keep up eating get like, rest yeah, they're just like eat more just, food yeah just yes. gain yeah. a little weight and you'll be fine. Uh, but then Richard goes into rehab and, like, tries to use his admission 
of like having a problem as a way to get Karen to admit that she also has a problem. Mm -hmm. So like manipulating her to agree that if he gets better, she'll get better. Yeah. Type of thing. He's like, let's promise each other and pinky swear. And like, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, Whatever, I don't, brother I don't know whatever thing. What other thing. things you do? Sure. Put a dream catcher above your bed to catch your dreams, yep. and you know, like uh, <laughs> jump over a, a broom at jump a wedding. Jump over a broom right? at a, a wedding. Smash uh, a glass. Smash a glass. Yep. <laughs> you know, all the, <laughs> find a four leaf clover. Just get lucky. Yep. Walk under a ladder. Right. Mm-hmm. Together. Yeah. Don't step on cracks. <laughs> so don't smoke crack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's one too. Yeah. So you know they make a deal. Uh, but Karen, you know, gets married instead. This is the next thing that happens. Yeah. She gets married to Peter, <laughs> to Peter, I think. And then we have a montage. I mean, the guy is not important in this movie at no. all. We have a montage of, like, uh, Karen reluctantly eating her wedding cake. Uh, mm-hmm. Karen, like, letting people throw rice at her, you know? Yeah. Since she has an eating disorder, those things are so dramatic for her right. to deal with. Raw rice. Yeah. She's yep. like, oh, gosh. Raw rice. They oh, should have yeah. blown bubbles. Yeah. They, like, ran through their wedding, like, what is that? Oh, Recession. Yeah. Like, when they're throwing the rice, they they literally ran through the crowd to get out of there. Right. You know? I mean, that's a thing that used to happen, I'm sure. But then the rice kills the birds and whatever. Yes. Yeah. But, but it was just, like, really weird, the movie's choice to, like, make Karen, like, even, like, scared of wedding cake and rice yep at her own wedding <laughs> yep but that's interesting so her husband's like watching her on tv while she tours the world we get a, another montage like with karen with carpenter music under it mm-hmm. and karen's like being rich and famous and her husband's like getting jealous and the marriage falls apart you well, know yeah naturally of course so karen next not, valent- not because they probably there's some like definite emotional issues going on sure. it's because yeah. she's famous and richer than him and he's jealous right sure 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 yeah we don't actually get like any dialogue or no. anything with that it's all it's... a month like a uh, clips her, yeah and her mm. her parents are the ones who are like we want you to be happy we think you should get a divorce and she's like no it's my life i'm gonna do what i want and this is when her brother hugs her mm-hmm. and it's like What's going on? What's happening? You're wasting away. Yeah. Like he's like holding her and can feel that she's getting skinnier. Right. She's so small and so cold all the time. (laughs) So Karen enters voluntarily into like anorexia treatment and the doctors explain that um, since she was getting positive reinforcement from everyone telling her that she looked great with her weight loss like you know the mm-hmm. the press like probably the guy who said she was a chubby little sister is like she's a skinny bitch now you know <laughs> and it's like uh well when and you get positive reinforcement then yeah. it keeps you going right yeah it right. just reinforces the behavior because you you're also saying that it, how competitive right like last time you said mm-hmm. how, how competitive the the like the issue is yeah you know do you feel like that's actually a thing and like in, in eating disorder, like m- more common in eating disorder stuff, like the positive reinforcement for weight loss, because it's like our society does that for everybody. Right. Yeah, I think for it anybody, certainly doesn't hurt an eating. Like it doesn't hurt the eating the disorder. disorder itself. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I it hurts you yes. as the person with the, the disorder, right. but, but the disorder is like hell yeah, right? Thank you, right? Yeah. Like. That's the one thing they can control, and it's working for them. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. right. 
like right. Right, we'll keep going. So I'm gonna tell a little personal story and just uh, jumping in here. So last year, um, if we haven't said. I did have an eating disorder at one point in my life, and we'll get more into that later. Um, but last year, I went to Ecuador, mm-hmm, and I right. got a parasite. Uh, and I was, I mean, I'd been doing a lot of yoga, so I was in pretty good shape. Mm-hmm. But then, the parasite, I couldn't eat anything. I was eating, like, rice. Speaking of mm-hmm. rice, I could eat rice. And that's about it. And rice juice. with soy sauce. Yeah. <laughs> water. Mm-hmm. Maybe some chicken. Yeah. And... Uh, I lost like 10 pounds and everybody was like, oh my God, you look amazing. Like every time I, I went anywhere, people mm-hmm. were like, wow, you look great. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't even eat rice. I like have diarrhea like every <laughs> time I poop. <laughs> that was a uh, quick, quick story. My dad got dengue fever. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's like serious. <laughs> my dad lost. 50 pounds yeah in like three weeks because good. he couldn't eat or move or anything like you just can't right. do anything where and people I, are like you look great and he, people are just like ah, you look <laughs> he's like no it's the <laughs> I'm worst so sick. like i would what rather be that? enormous an enormous beast than any like well and that, that that was the thing i kept saying to people because like it it was kind of weird. Did you get people going like, I got man, I want to, I want to, I want one of those. <laughs> I want one of those oh, parasites. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, they would be like, oh, no, what you are you don't. doing? And I'm like, I I have to, I had a parasite. I'm like not well. <laughs> yeah. And they would be like, oh, so like next time, listeners, if you have any friends who need to know this, like maybe don't comment on people's weight or whatever yeah. as like a thing that you should ever talk about right. ever. I yeah, ne- never. Like I would never, I've never said anything. I, that's like, that's like, talk, it's the same as like talking politics, right? Talking religion in yes. like a group, like just that's one of the things. Don't you talk just... about how people look. Like you're my friend. I don't care. Yes, right. How you fucking look. Right. Like it's I, if not... you ask me, hey, I've been working out. How do? How have I been looking lately? Yes. Great. Right. Because then it's not. <laughs> you like, look great. It's not an unsolicited comment then right uh-huh. i hate that, that it's is... like are you are oh you're pregnant be like shh, shh, no 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 let mm-mm. right oh right. yes that's right. the no. worst don't ever say that never but yeah so that. it's a little weird like i'm glad i was sick and not just like working out a lot because then i would have probably been like oh maybe i should work out more you know what i mean right so like it actually was a good reminder to myself to like because i was like probably low like getting to the same weight i was when i did have an eating disorder mm-hmm. um and i was like oh i don't like being this yeah. size because it's like not healthy because mm-hmm. my body is like literally not healthy. Right. Right. So I'm glad I was in a good mental place to be like, I understand I am sick and this yeah. is not where I should yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, this is, I'm actually sick with a physical parasite. Exactly. And this is what it's making me look like. Yeah. I think to think about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't to, have gotten there in a, while, uh, a long time ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like eating disorders too are kind of like, parasites right just yeah. like mental parasites yeah mental parasites yeah because they're always there and it um like it'll tell you like oh you don't need to eat that like and the more that it is fed the more it's gonna live oh yeah in. yeah for sure so yeah. exactly yeah. absolutely okay so that's just my little thing about commenting on people's weight don't be assholes <laughs> don't okay? do it just, just don't ne- just never do just it just stop doing that yeah so okay uh jumping back into the movie we get like a well, do you want to talk about the doctor, like kind yeah. of mansplaining things again? Yeah, I'm. It's another character who is given another, statistics mm-hmm. for dialogue. Um, yep. 
But this is really the first time in the movie that we get a lot of mm-hmm. information on the eating disorder because up until then it really is just the story a of like how they got yeah. famous. Yeah. Um, but there were a couple of things that I identified with in this. Mm-hmm. Um, the doctor also says like um, she doesn't. It's a psychological disorder where she doesn't feel like she has any control, so she's controlling what she eats, uh, and she also has this fear of not living up to the expectations of the family, right. which we know is true because nothing she ever did was good enough for her mom, mm-hmm. um, which is something I can attest to. That's going to feed an mm-hmm. eating disorder. Well, it also feeds what anyone, like especially if that's the seed that you get in your right. family, that feeds the rest. Everything. And so if anyone doesn't have or you doesn't have your approval right that that bleeds into that yeah yeah right? yeah because yeah. right. it's like i i can't get approval from anyone not even my family right you know uh and then he goes on to say that it leads to a fear of not being loved and then it comes back to this like uh i think it was in was the best little girl in the world too yes where yeah. they were like you're just not telling her that you love her enough yes and so then like, the mom mm-hmm. at this point is like yeah. i tell karen i love her all the time but we don't need words to say we love people. Do I have actions. to say it? My, I show my love by actions. I touch her sometimes. Yes. I pat her on like, the, I buy the her, head. I buy her <laughs> gifts. And then the doctor's like, okay, we'll tell her. Just use your words this she's time. she's sitting there, too. Oh, she's sitting there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sitting and in. Karen, like, looks up like a deer in the headlights at the camera. And her mom is like, I... She like physically can't like say she, it. She can't do it. She's like, you know that I love you. I don't need to say it. And Karen's like, mm, uh, well, Karen, it would be nice. It would be nice. It won't fix everything at all. Yes. But it would be nice. So next we go to like the eating disorder treatment montage, mm-hmm. which includes like um, weigh-ins. That she's got like an IV drip. Mm-hmm. She's like drumming on the, the IV bag. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's like ready to get back in the studio. Does you know? she really do that? Yeah, she really yeah. does. Shut up. And we don't spend as no. much time in the hospital as we we did with the previous movies that we mm-hmm. saw. That was just kind of it. Just mm-hmm. like the the explanation of the disease mm-hmm. a little montage and then we're out we're mm-hmm. back on tour because she gets all the way up to 104 pounds mm-hmm. oh good right and she's back recording in the studio we get a whole song like probably a five minute song because i jumped through that i was like oh, nope, yeah. sorry mm-hmm. moving on this is on youtube in like five or nine parts by the way if you yeah. were, were trying to watch that i also missed a part because <laughs> something is wrong with the copyright so i couldn't uh, watch like part four or something sure okay that's fine, it's fine. Yeah. i don't think i missed much <laughs> part four of the montage you mean <laughs> right <laughs> so now we it's the are main part. it's that it, it was the part where she finally got to the weight the same the same weight as my leg <laughs> finally <laughs> Finally. Oh, oh boy. Okay. You're like, there's that way 104 pounds. So the family gathers around. It's a holiday meal. Everyone's like watching Karen eat. Yes. Thanksgiving, the triggering meal for people with eating disorders. So far, Thanksgiving has been a key point in every one of these movies. Every one of them. <laughs> I mean, that's the that's the time. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a big time. And the family's like very nervous. And she's like, what? You don't, You think I'm not better? Watch this. And she like takes a scoop of mashed potatoes and she's like, that was great. She's cured. And cured. Karen goes to bed and she's walking up to her room and her mom's like, Karen, I love you. And Karen's like, thanks, mom. Aww. 
She goes up, and then she like walks into a bright light, and a title card pops up. It's like Karen Carpenter struggled over the years with anorexia nervosa, causing damage to her heart. As a result, she suffered from heart failure in her parents' house on February fourth, nineteen eighty three, and later died. She was thirty two. Okay. The end. Right. Yep. It just ends. It just ends. Okay. With so the she, expert, and they're like, and yada, 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 she died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, she and got the approval of her mother. An hour and a half long movie. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for you to say that she was like, wow, she goes up to her, goes on her way to the room. She stops by the bathroom. Like, that's what I was oh, waiting right. for. Oh, but, yeah. No, this nope. is, this one doesn't really get the symptoms confused as, as much as the other ones do. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the description of it, though, does. Like, every yeah. description is like, anorexia, bulimia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're like, well, true. Not the same. True, true. So I have some, well, let's do pour it up and put a cork in it, and then I will jump in with some things that I've learned doing research about the movie. Okay, okay. So we'll start with Rebecca. Oh, you want me to start this time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So before I tell you, I was thinking back about all the movies that I have recorded mm-hmm. with you. I have put a cork in every single one of them. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> However, today... I am going to pour it up. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Right. All right. So here's why. Um, I think this was actually, like, for the time, a really well done mm-hmm. movie. Uh, the camera angles, the acting, like, it wasn't that bad. Right. Um, I also think that it is not so much of an eating disorder movie as it is a biopic that the character happens to have or the mm-hmm. person happens to have Correct. an eating disorder because yep. it wasn't like it was the last the couple where like yeah. yeah where they spend the last half of the movie in treatment yeah mm. um mm-hmm. so i thought that that was well done and it is she was the first like big name to die of complications due to the eating disorder mm-hmm. so i think her story there's a lot to be said from the story that leads up to an eating disorder or feeds an eating disorder right. instead of just like watching the person in treatment. Right. So, yeah, I would. Well, and that's the catalyst for people talking about eating disorders was her death. Yeah. So like Best yeah. Little Girl in the World came out in 81. She died in 83. And people were like, whoa, that's someone famous who died from this. We better pay mm-hmm. attention. Yeah. And then going through the 80s, it became like very well known. This is, again, the peak of that. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So, yeah, yeah I'm uh, I'm gonna pour it up as well, because um, you know, because of the same the same reason that it was like, oh, it seemed like more of a biopic about right. the carpenters, mm-hmm. uh, rather than rather than just a PSA kind yes, of thing. Correct. Mm-hmm. And I like I like that very beginning that you talked about. It I was cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah, kind of cool way to like. Yeah, the opening credits do were... a flashback. Right, you're mm-hmm. like, okay, she died. She dead. Right. But, like, she was a kid once, mm-hmm. and here we go. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, for a TV movie of that time, you know, Lifetime always starts at the end of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, like, shocking. I was like, oh, we're starting here? Like, did I click the right YouTube clip? Right. Yeah. You know, it was a little <laughs> shocking for me to watch. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, good. Pour it up. I am also going to pour it up uh, for the reasons that you have said. Mm-hmm. And I do think it is more of a biopic than an eating disorder pick. But also an eating disorder doesn't, like, define a person. Right, yeah. right, so, yeah. I think that that is a really good way that they made this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm going to talk about the problematic things that have happened behind the scenes <laughs> that, you know, we all put it up for the part. movie face value, but we will talk about why, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. why this movie kind of sucks as a movie. So as a, as can a, we, a made, can we remember who produced it? Right. 
Richard this is, Carpenter. This is the big right. thing. Mm-hmm. So Richard Carpenter um, requested, okay, for Cynthia Gibb, the actress, to mm-hmm. wear all of Karen's original clothing. So they were her real clothes, not a costume, um, that she wore when mm-hmm. she was, you know, losing weight. And Cynthia said that she had to lose weight in order to fit into the clothes, obviously. And the... Um, I'll read the quote. So she says, quote, I lost weight as Richard wanted, and he was there watching over me in every scene. It was unnerving having to wear Karen's clothes right down to her clingy T-shirts and crumpled bell bottoms. I donned a wig and used Karen's makeup. By the time I finished, I felt like I was Karen. Which is not a good place to be at as an actress it's not emotionally healthy for you no No. especially a character that is so emotionally troubled right like and especially a made for tv movie oh yeah like chill out right right with the but if this movie came out today it would win all the oscars just like bohemian rhapsody (laughs) so whatever uh also the movie includes the real house where Karen Carpenter died mm-hmm. and the real life paramedics and ambulance people who were oh. in the scene. They re- really tried to resuscitate Karen. So th- that's cool. What? Yeah, weird. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know why. Was that a reproduction or like paparazzi footage? Um, reproduction. Oh, okay. Wait, they brought everybody back for that? Yep. Oh. That's that's weird. Stupid. Isn't that weird? So also, that is really stupid and doesn't that doesn't make sense and doesn't that very inefficient way to make a movie. Yes. Yep. Well, that's why Richard was producing. Uh, I said the movie was the the second highest rated of the 80s. It was the third. third. Sorry. Oh. We all know my facts are never 100% correct, okay? <laughs> alleged, alleged. Everything's alleged. So in 2004, Richard uh, was reflecting on the movie and he said, he said, quote, 90 minutes of creative license that Gave, uh, that give biopics uh, in general a dubious tone. He said uh, he considers his involvement in the film one of the biggest mistakes of his life. Yeah. Oh. Well, so, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, you didn't make yourself look like a good person in this movie or your right. family or everything. Like, Karen is the victim of her family in this yeah. movie. So is that... Do you, Do you think that he's like... He made this like being like kind of guilty, or did he I, accidentally make himself? Like, I think he didn't realize. I don't. Yeah, he I don't like think accidentally he made himself that like what a what a fucking shitty well, life th- she had with yeah. with everyone. Mm-hmm. I think he too was just so like this is how it was, right? Uh, especially with his overseeing of the actress, like he was just as controlling of her as he was of with Karen. Karen. It's yeah, like, yeah, that's so, so weird. Like I wonder if so he, he just, just didn't like, have. Didn't notice. There he was didn't just even a notice wall it. that he was like, right. Oh man! And, and then it just turned. Forget, in, and you have the director being like, <laughs> he's talking about a time oh, period boy. when he was using quaaludes. Yeah, yeah, like he so, doesn't remember also, like, these things. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> you know, okay. Well, that's our story about yeah. the Karen Carpenter story. See how I, what I did there? Uh-huh. Uh, but now let's do a Candace. Candace. Drinking rosé, eating creme brulee. 
Candace's Instagram and we talk about it. So I have a clip today um, that's not going to be too fun for the listeners. It's basically Candace working out. Um, but I just want to see what what she's doing with her trainer and we'll talk about it. Okay. Here we go. Open. I think I Good. have those leggings. So just oh. bring that left tip open a little more on the next one. That's her fi- her in. fitness person, Kira. Cross, core strong, open. Oh, yes. Oh. Yeah, Beautiful. she's doing like a hard planky. Uh, uh, get it. Move. Some sliders. Oh. <laughs> now she's doing shot put spins. This is Candace's invention. It's she's always dreamed of being a shot putter <laughs> with a giant medicine ball. Yes. Oh. Get it. Power. Yeah. Power. Power. Slamming it, it down. It's a 20 pound slam ball right there. It's a 20 pound slam Not ball easy. right there. Come on, push. I really do think I have those two marks. Yeah, I think I've seen you wear them in Instagram. Okay, that's it. Um, so, why are we watching Candace work out on an eating disorder thing? Um, because working out is very important to her. And she always, like, she she's not as bad as Busy Phillips with posting workout videos. Yeah. But, you know, that is a big part of her persona that she out, outputs, like, being healthy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because she struggled with an eating disorder as well, which we'll get into in a later episode. But I think, like, showing, it's not, I don't know what I want to say. Do you have any thoughts on this while I gather my thoughts? I, I feel, here's my thought on, like, just on showing... Uh, especially her showing uh, workout stuff. Unless you're doing it for like, hey, this is how I work out. This is what my regimen is. Mm -hmm. If you want to know or get a regimen yourself Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Like if it's instructional almost, fine. But just to put, I feel like it's it's a private thing. Like I feel like working out is more of a private thing. In terms yeah. of like, not like pri- you have to be in secrecy and privacy. Yeah. But it's like, this is for you. And right. like, you do your shit. You know what I mean? I, mean, I don't yeah, know. That, it just feels how, weird to me. But that's I would how never I approach do that. working out. Yeah. Right. It's more for myself and like thinking about getting someone to record me doing a move. Right. Would it be just, so weird. I know. Just be like, um, hey, can you record me? But it is out? a huge part of Instagram, the fitness Instagram uh, influencers. There are. I understand that, like, that kind of stuff, but I just don't. That's the part of, that's the part I, (laughs) the fact that it's on her own Instagram. If she had her, like, a separate one was, like, Cameron works out. That's what I, I made a whole new Instagram for workout stuff. Yeah, and that's fucking, that's perfect. Because most of my friends couldn't care less about what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think for her, too, it's kind of an attention thing. Right. It just yeah, that, like it just broadens the audience that she can reach, um, mm-hmm. like because she's a mother who is also extremely fit, like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So I, I think for her, it's really just a way to get more followers, more right. views. Well, sure. and I sure. was impressed with her moves. I mean, yeah. when she was doing that planky Look, uh, she, side yoga side, thing, yeah. I was like, "Whoa, that's hard." Look, her body, fine. Her mind, <laughs> I have a lot of problems with. <laughs> Well, and so does she, and we'll talk about it in our yes. next episode because we know we know Candace has an eating disorder. I have a clip that we will play mm-hmm. on the episode. I'm teasing eating disorders. Oh, how how terrible of me! I am actually the worst. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hate myself, but it's the same. But it's the same kind of shit where we, it's like we why we listen and watch stuff about hor even more horrible things like murder. 
and serial right. killing. Like, and we don't disclaim them. And yeah, it's nah. weird. Yeah. It's weird why this top- topic is, is so sensitive. Like, I, I wow. feel like the whole time I'm doing yeah. this, uh, we've been getting a lot of good feedback actually mm-hmm. on social media and yeah. emails and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's been really nice. But it still feels strange. Yeah, it does feel weird to be like, uh, I can't. I can make a joke about murder, but I can't make. That seems weird because murder is like the worst thing in the world. So I think we can talk about why this is so difficult in the next episode when we. I would love to yes. have that clip I would very much uh, love from Can't Disc. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. I have thoughts there as well. Cool. Well, we will look forward to hearing your thoughts, Rebecca. You're just great as always. Yes. Thanks for being Doing my here. best. You're, Thanks for having me. You're my fave. Um, anything to plug in the pluggy time? Uh, first of all, I just want to remind everybody what Patrick just said. I'm his fave. That was recorded. <laughs> that was recorded. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. I'm going to at... edit it. I'm going to edit it. <laughs> no, you have to leave it in. I'm going to edit it and be like, well, Drew is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Freezer, F-R-E-S-E-R underscore. Yeah, Andrew? and you can find me at Drew but with Pants, at Drew with, but with Pants on Instagram. And you can also... Also, follow, uh, listen to my band, The Limbos. We're on Spotify and all the things that you can listen to music on. Yeah. Well, thank you both for being here. And thank you, listeners, for checking back in with Lifetime Uncorked. We watch these movies so you don't have to. But if you do, we'd love to hear from you. I'm at Patrick Miguel, the podcast at Lifetime Uncorked. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, whatever. And call us, 872-267-4117. Share your thoughts on this episode or an episode you want to cover, us to cover in the future. Okay, goodbye. Bye. Bye.